0: Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Book Drop Mic, brought to you by Ink Veins. You might know that Ink Veins is becoming your source for book publicity, promotion, and press releases. Also, so excited to remind you that the Christmas show tickets are, yes, on sale. Yes, they are indeed on sale. We are heading to 20 cities. Jenny Oaks-Baker, her 5 year fabulous family, uh, and I heading to 20 cities between... Well, Black Friday in December 23rd. So excited, a little exhausted, but mostly excited thinking about. This tour and going to seven, eight states, something like that, plus Calgary. We're so excited about it. And we hope that if we're coming to a city near you, that you'll come say hello. Uh, Ticket information available at JennyOaksBaker.com. You can, of course, visit my website as well and find links. There's a VIP reception happening in most of the cities before the show where you can chat with us and Jenny and take a photo and get a copy of our brand new book, Witnesses of Christmas. Excited about that as well. Okay. Really Mostly excited about today's guest, not just because I think that he's an exceptional writer, but because I think that we see fiction similarly as a tool to transform, inspire, maybe even nudge people to change, even if it's just a a tiny adjustment here and there in our lives. We met at a writer's conference some years ago and have known each other ever since, been friends. He's such a good man. His name is Steve Hansen and I'm so glad to welcome him here
1: at the Book Drop Mic.
0: How are you, my friend?
1: I'm doing really well. Thank you for having me here.
0: Oh, so excited, excited to do this. Excited to have you talk about your new book, A Light, A Story of Discovery and Transformation, which, by the way, and you pointed this out to me, uh, very humbly before we began taping today. It is number one in your category on Amazon as of this taping right now. Congrats on that. That's pretty fantastic.
1: Well, thank you. All let
0: right, right. Um, we're going to talk about the book, of course. But first, I think our audience would probably appreciate knowing, I think they always do, a little bit about the creator before necessarily hearing about the creation. So you as the writer-creator uh, of this fantastic new book, who are you, Steve?
1: well <laughs> uh, maybe I'm still trying to discover that <laughs> um i've uh, i've had a little experience in my life um uh, I have been in everything from a political pollster to uh a a, a a volunteer chaplain in the jails um uh, i have a a wonderful wife that we've been married for many decades and we have a a house full of uh of grandchildren who we rent out if you're interested. <laughs> and um, um my writing uh, I've uh, I've been writing uh, on kind of on the side for uh, several decades uh, and am now more or less full time at it. I've had um uh, I've had publications uh, my articles have been in uh, national magazines and I I have uh, something like uh, uh, eight or nine books that have been published.
0: That's fantastic. Well, I just have to back up for a minute because you said something that made me smile. So, the fact that you worked in uh, in politics and political polling, and also as a chaplain at a jail, those two things might be more similar, perhaps,
1: than we realize, huh?
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> maybe some similar personalities, huh?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, I've, I have read through your, your full bio on uh, on your website. And of course, uh, listeners know um, that links to all the good things that you do and who you are and your books will be available in the show notes. So be sure to check those out uh, and just click, click here and there to go see uh, more about Steve. But yeah, your full bio is pretty, pretty fascinating, the things you've done. Um, and we'll link to that. And I would invite people to maybe dive in a little bit deeper than you might normally um, Steve has lived a, a long and interesting life with some pretty interesting um, educational, transformational experiences, some might say, that have led him to, I think, uh, as we get older and we have more experiences, our writing just gets better. That That's just the nature of, of being a writer. I think painters and songwriters and everyone would say the same thing, particularly in the arts, that the longer we live, the more we absorb our day-to-day experiences, the people we meet, the conversations we have, the the successes and the trials, all the failures, those things all add up to a really interesting canvas that we get to work with as we create. And And I certainly think that applies to this, to light the story a story of discovery and transformation, which I kind of teased in the beginning, Steve. I think um, you and I sort of share this in common, this idea that, yes, we can write fiction that is entertaining and compelling. And of course, it's fiction. So it's it's just coming out of our noggins, right? But I think that we can if we're if we're interested in doing it, and not all writers are, and that's okay. But I think we can also use fiction to teach some real life principles. So talk to us about the new book and how maybe this this idea that you're doing more than entertaining, but you're trying to teach, maybe it applies here
1: uh, I, uh, in in line with what you were saying, I was just thinking, uh, as one gets older, it isn't just the experiences that they've had that perhaps uh, gives them greater understanding, but perhaps their ability to articulate uh, what they have experienced and how that might apply in other people's lives increases as well. Uh, this book, uh, Light, is a uh, maybe allegorical uh, is a is a correct word to use here, where we where I've tried to uh, uh, use interesting um, and, and symbolic uh, uh, contexts here to bring out um, um, aspects of our lives that we might take a, a close look at and make modifications that could bring a great a greater deal of uh, a great deal of satisfaction and and happiness and uh, and purpose uh In our lives, and the context uh i've I've set this in is um uh the idea that there are other universes, and that those other universes are uh more involved in our lives than what we uh what we what we can think of, what we think about for example, I start the book off with a a conversation uh, between unnamed individuals that goes something like this. I have a question. Yes. Are there other universes? Yes. Are there intelligent beings there? Yes. Do they interface with us? Yes. How? Why? You'll know when you're ready. So that kind of introduces the, the, the book itself and, uh, the story, uh, is involves a a a young man who is a a, a computer guru who is uh, in, involved in a, the startup of a company and he's they've just done fantastically well with uh, conversational um, uh, 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 AI uh, artificial intelligence. But his life has been focused on his uh, business and not on his wife and his uh, five-year-old daughter. And they leave him. And uh, this uh, kind of opens up the door for a a, a, a period of discovery. And he starts having uh, these strange dreams of his grandfather who died uh, 15 or 16 years before and they aren't just dreams but they're real and it turns out his grandfather says he's in another universe and he's uh giving uh, counsel to his grandson in um in what he calls tenets that are um uh principles uh, that uh that will help uh this this young man uh see himself clearly and and his faults and his uh, his uh, challenges in, in ways that he hadn't seen before. And, and anyway, that opens up the door for uh, an opportunity to change his life. But the big question is, will he change his life? And maybe that's the question that each one of us ask ourselves.
0: Yeah, not just will we, um, but are we even willing to? Or are we willing to even have the the conversation to to accept that maybe our lives do need to to change or as i said earlier be nudged in uh, in one direction or another this this uh, feels a little bit like the shack which was such a a breakout hit maybe what was that 10 years ago yes. uh, did you, you read the shack you familiar with that yes, it?
1: yes. It, this this would be along the same lines Another principle or another thought that comes in here is uh, how do we look at our experiences, and they they are temporary, but we let them they we let them absorb us on occasion, and uh, we let them dictate to us who we will be rather than who we are dictating to the experience how we're going to handle it.
0: Interesting. So, is is the book for someone who's trying to? Um, improve their marriage, their relationship with their partner? Is it broader than that? If someone's listening right now and trying to decide, do I go check this out or not? Uh, uh, do they need to check a box in order to go pick this up?
1: Not at all. And in fact, uh, um, uh, the uh, a, a book that i compared it to is The Alchemist, mm. where the principles are General and can be and and are to be applied in specific conditions or circumstances. The uh, storyline here has to do with a uh, with a, a a marriage. On the one hand, it also has to do with his dealings with his partners and his business and and the challenges he's having there. But the principles can be applied across the board, uh, and uh, I think are applicable to just about everybody who's. Uh, Everybody. Period. No, regardless of what your vocation or your marital status is, or where you are in your life, it could be you could be twenty years old, you could be eighty, and they're still pickable. And I think uh, interesting to to contemplate.
0: Well, those are terrific comparisons. I mean, the uh, the Alchemist. Love, love, love that book. Um, for those that have not read it, it's by Brazilian author Paulo Coelho. It's just it is a gorgeous, gorgeous book. And it has been, um, I mean, an an international bestseller, every, every place the book has been translated. It has made, uh, an impact in the world and love, love, love that book and compared to, um, also as you said to the shack which i enjoyed a great deal um not the movie was you know had some changes made there's many many people listening probably saw the movie and perhaps didn't read the book but um if you did see the movie and didn't read the book i would recommend going back and reading um the original shack that is uh it's such a it's such an interesting way again to introduce these these principles whether they are religious or spiritual um Just this idea that you can sort of step into this this other world, knowing that you're suspending disbelief, right? You you have to sort of say, okay, I I recognize that the author is creating something here for me. This isn't nonfiction. It's not, you know, even historic fiction. It's just this completely new world that, that came in this case from Steve's head. But boy, when I'm there, the lessons, the emotions, the conversations, even the dialogue feels real to me. And I think that's how, that's how we learn. And as someone who's written a number of books that sort of fall into this category, whether it's the 17 second miracle uh, or, or Christmas jars uh, and even the Christmas show uh, that I've created with Jenny Oaks Baker, you know, it's about a, this fictional shepherd named David it's the role that I play in the show and of course, he didn't exist. And he even admits at the end of the show that he's not a real character, that it's just me playing him. But we hope as people experience the show, or in this case, your book, they're willing to say, okay, I get it. It is it is fiction. This isn't real. But I, I think I can learn something from this. And I think my life can be better in a really nonfiction kind of way. I just think that's such an interesting marriage when we do that. Now, if you're listening and you love books that perhaps don't lean on theme, perhaps you like novels that are just, it's the beach read. You read it, you enjoy it, you stick it on the shelf, you maybe even forget you ever read the thing. That is completely okay. And who hasn't read a book like that? That its sole purpose, whether it's a Grisham or a Patterson or whatever, it's just to entertain you, to just take your mind off your worries for a few hours or a few days. That's that's terrific. And I, and I also love books and movies and shows like that. But but again, to me, and I sense to you, there's something really special about a book that tries to do just a, just a little bit more, to take this, this new fictional world, to pull a real reader into it, and then say, okay, let's learn some real life lessons. And I think that readers are going to experience that with this. All right. So I always challenge authors on the show. Uh, you, you gave us a great description of the book. Of course, there'll be a longer description uh, on the Amazon link that we'll post and in the show notes but if i had to just really force you steve to tell me in in like 15 seconds or less what the book is about the classic elevator pitch what is it
1: well <laughs> it, as i've said before it's written in the same vein as uh, as the the alchemist it it is symbolic but it's subtly symbolic And it has a compelling story of personal growth and spiritual awakening that I believe will leave the reader feeling inspired and and hopeful. They will be caught up in the story and in the personalities, but they will have the opportunity to feel. One of my readers uh, made that very statement. I read this book and I felt, I felt, the the the, uh, the power and the the uh, the message that uh, that was being portrayed
0: well there it is i mean if you liked the shack um if you liked the alchemist um if you there's another book called the peace giver which some might be familiar with it just occurs to me um that you might look up on amazon as well um and if you feel like uh, boy, that's a, that's actually a really insightful review from from that reader, Steve. This idea that the book made you feel like what more could an author, a creator, a songwriter ask for than to create something that just conjures up r- real feelings in a world that is pretty dark sometimes, and uh, where light can be hard to come by? What what better review than knowing that you produce something, Steve, that a reader absorbed, felt light, felt felt something, felt some connection perhaps to heaven or to God or or to whatever they might believe in that is that is beyond this life. And maybe most importantly, if you're just interested in, in reading something that will uh, inspire you to make just one change, what if you just read this book, and Steve asked you this rhetorically, if a reader came up to you and said, I read your book, and I don't know if it's going to change my life or not, Steve, but I read the book and it inspired me to do something different today. In this moment, I made a different choice than I might have yesterday because of the lessons and the experiences and the characters you created. Um, does that make writing worth it, Steve?
1: Uh, that, makes, uh, that gives the full purpose to writing as far as I'm concerned. And uh, along those same lines, another reader made this statement. I believe I'm a better person from having read this book.
0: Yeah. Again, wh- I don't know what what more you could ask for. So I'm I'm excited for, for folks to discover the book. I confess I have not finished it. I am in the middle of it now, but I'm excited about where it's going. And I can see why you're excited that it's number one in your category on Amazon. Pretty exciting stuff. Uh, tell us what's next then. What is next for Steve after this?
1: Well, I'm actually uh, I have a, a middle grade book called uh, Peter and the Prince uh, Peter and the Prompter, uh, which involves a a, a, a magic amulet. Uh, it's uh, uh, the the setting is the the early fifties in St. Louis in grade school in a grade school there where racism is rampant, but there's a, sort of an intersection here uh, between uh, uh, between uh, racism and bullying and uh, love and kindness. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about that that book. It, again, it's principal, uh, it's principal focus but on a, on a, a 12, 13, 14 year old level. So that will be coming out uh, maybe the end of uh, end of uh, 2024. I also have uh, a nonfiction book I call The Plan. Uh that, uh that will be coming out in 2025 likely and i also have uh written in uh, a musical play that uh it's called um uh, uh, it's called <clears throat> uh legacy in conjunction with my friend jackie halverson who's an extraordinary musician so it's a musical and that will be going into production this next year as well
0: well, you've got a few things on your plate. That's fantastic to hear. And it sounds like you're you're not slowing down. and And we thank you for that. We thank you for living a colorful life, which has given you an extraordinary um, just variety of experiences that that add um color and detail. Um, and lessons to your writing Uh, i i certainly appreciate that and appreciate your friendship and appreciate you being on the show today again if you're listening check the show notes for links to steve and his work his bio um, lots of great stuff about steve and his life available online and thank you for coming by the mic we appreciate you steve
1: thank you so much thank you so much jason